0: shit with Sans. oh baby oh baby i am who i am my name is my name welcome in episode 83 of shooting the shit with sands there's a reason i have the glasses on i'm gonna show you calm down calm down let me explain myself went to a wedding with 200 people and if you want to see fuck it you know what y'all want to see why i got the glasses on How about that? Hmm? How about that? How about I might have pink eye? How about that? Might have pink eye. Do have pink eye. I look like I have a fucking dropped face right now. I look like the sailor when Shaq goes, one, two, three, Cancun, where the fuck he says. I look like that guy. Permanently. Alright Jesus Christ I look horrible I look like the cousin at Thanksgiving You gotta explain shit a little bit slower too That's who I look like I'm trying to Y'all see the difference Oh my god Oh my fucking god So this is why I Michael Jordan could never do this Right? I probably have strep throat. I got pink eye. And my Instagram got hacked. Some fucking... Goddamn idiot from the Middle East over there is probably hacking into all my funds and shit. He's over here telling people, yo, hit up this random bitch on Cash App. That isn't me, obviously. If you think I'm doing that... Fuck you. First of all, if you think I'm that cheap of a person or that piece of shit of a person, you're, you're crazy. Uh I will get that fucking account back I will get it back And let me tell you You motherfucker Overseas I'm fucking coming for you You're dead man You're a fucking dead man Could I have a different choice of glasses? Absolutely I could But I I don't care I don't care Why were you gone so long Hunter? I don't know I had my sister got fucking married bro Fuck you I uh, important shit to do. I hadn't seen my family in a long time for personal reasons. Won't get into. But, you know, <laughs> saw, em, saw em, uh, uh this weekend, last weekend, whatever. It was incredible. Amazing time. Got lit with, like, and my sister invited all their friends, which was really cool, which is what you can do at a... a You got two dads that are wealthy, you just have a rich white person wedding, and you chill. You chill. You just go, we had a fucking wedding at a museum, and I mean that food there, guys. When I say that's the best catered food I've ever had in my goddamn life, it is the best catered food I've ever had in my goddamn life. And yes, I got a cut, alright? I got a little cut for the hoes, for the bitches you know what i'm saying they they were asking for it so i got the cut it's all it's all like gelled up and stuff right now we're not going to get into it okay but i got a little cut uh, because i had to i had to for the wedding i for i'm literally i've forgotten how to pod that to talk into the microphone but yeah i got a little cut for the wedding anyways today on today's podcast um We are going to talk about basketball, uh, basketball, and more basketball. Um, Really hone in on the Kyrie KD situation. Um, The Heat were just completely dominant. We're going to talk about three superstars on this podcast uh, that may, one of them is not a superstar anymore, Trey Young, in my opinion. Going back to my take about last year was the real bubble year is looking... It's looking incredible. I mean... That's looking... That's an incredible take at this point. Uh, but yeah, we're going to look at all this shit in the playoffs. Really go over it and... Yeah. But before that, let me, let me ask you something. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I have a grievance... That I have to share. And you know what? This is what makes me and Nia's relationship amazing. We keep finding out new shit about each other, you know? The best thing you can find out in a relationship. Is that you hate the same shit. Right? Me and Nia were talking randomly a couple weeks ago. And why do y'all disrespect the English language? I'm not the grammar police. But how the fuck do you call a Reese's cup? A Reese's Cup. How? And you know what? I honestly understand that. Until you, you've met people named Reese. Do you call them Reese? Do you? And this is where it just gets absolutely flagrant. Flagrant to the point where. Where you like. You are really bending. Bending grammatical. English language barriers when y'all say Reese's PCs. Who the fuck says PC? It's pieces, motherfucker. Hey, baby, can I get a PC of that ass? No! I want a piece of that ass. PCs. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? PCs? Like, like, Oh my God, the flagrant, the flagrant disrespect of the English language is absolutely insane. I heard somebody say that shit. I can't wait to get these Reese's, these Reese's pieces. I'm like, what? The, the utter gall of you to just, to just make up a word, to just make up a word. For no, re- Just so it rhymes with the, the word that you've already incorrectly pronunciated, you put PCs at the end of it, which is fucking insane. Who says PCs? If you say PCs, you can be my homie, whatever. Let's correct that. If you say Reese's, correct yourself. Correct yourself. Because, like, they say in the commercial, it's a Reese's Cup. And you just go, they're saying it wrong. The brand that has made the product on the television, nah. I'm saying it my own way. Okay? And don't tell me it's because of where you're from. No, it's because you probably had grandparents or parents like mine. My grandparents barely finished high school. You learned all the shit from them, and they probably say Reese's Cup. Reese's Coop. Is that what you want to call it? God damn. And another one this is my last one, because this shit pisses me off. When y'all say caramel, why the fuck are y'all saying caramel? It would be carmel, right? Not caramel. There's no you. There's no you in it, and you're just leaving out a letter. You're just l- leaving out a letter. It makes no sense. If your name is Chris and I, I, I'm i not calling you Kiss, I'm not leaving out the R, but you leave out an A of Caramel. Caramel. Like when people ask you, do y'all say Caramel and they spell it wrong? Like they intentionally spell Caramel Caramel because that's how they pronounce it. They just spell it wrong. Caramel or Caramel. Well, the way you say it, it would be what? Carmel. C-A-R-M-U-L-L. Say that shit in a spelling bee. You fucking idiot. Golly, y'all are diz- y'all are horrible people. Y'all are horrible people, and you need to go look in a goddamn dictionary and read some shit. And that's coming from me, who stutters, has a lisp, and can't pronunciate jack shit. Okay? Alright, let me get some water. My voice is going. And we'll come back and we'll shit on some superstars, including James Harden. Woohoo! Oh, baby. Basketball time on the pod. I don't know why I didn't have the overhead light on. Once again, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm rusty. So, um, basketball time. Man, oh, man. We're gonna start with the sweep. Um,. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets fall. Dude, the Boston Celtics in four. Uh, KD's so protected now. Uh, He got... I'm not joking. He should have got murdered. Dude, if LeBron... I hate to be that guy. If LeBron did half the shit that KD did in that series, what's happening to KD in that series where he's getting bodied physically and getting clamped by Jason Tatum, who before game four, the stat was crazy. It was like 124 possessions. Jason Tatum uh, guarded him, and he had 13 points or something like that. 17 points. So, Jason Tatum was averaging 30 and clamping his shit up. And... But right before the, the playoffs, I, I started doing a deep dive, which got deleted off my computer. We're not going to talk about it, okay? We're not going to talk about it, or I'm going to get mad. Um, And I realized, like, I'm not scared of the Nets, and this is why. Did you expect KD to do that bad in a series? No. Even those overall numbers aren't terrible. He wasn't efficient, right? He averaged like 27, 26 for the series, I believe. Uh, and Kyrie did, too. So they still, they still combine for their points. But like I said, it's how you get them as well. You had KD one game hit fucking almost 20 free throws to get 20 points. You know what I mean? To get 27 points, 28 points. And then you realize like, oh, shit. They don't play defense either. That's what I saw. I saw, man, they – and you saw it the whole series though. It's this occurrence after occurrence after occurrence where – I'm so nasally. Um we're at the end of the game, it's a it's a seven point game, five point game. Marcus Smart gets a layup. The last play of game one just like epitomized the fucking the last two possessions epitomized the nets. An amazing shot by Kyrie Irving. I guess that's last three. Uh, can't get a stop. Come back down. Kyrie Irving trying to hit this fucking dagger in Boston's lip. Tries to give it to Katie for the bell out. Another, just the epitome, the epitome of this season. <sniffs> Misses the shot. Celtics go down. No timeout. Eight seconds left. Marcus Smart somehow does not shoot the ball. Even on the last possession, like everybody touched the ball for the Celtics. It was kind of nuts, uh, with eight seconds left. And then Jason Tatum a layup to win the game. To win the game. And it was just like, ah. And then you see that, you kinda that was kind of foreshadowing into the series, even though what we thought was foreshadowing was this is gonna be a seven gamer. KD won't ever play that bad. Uh but he did every single game. Game 1 and Game 4 were his best games of the series. Which is insane. You know how crazy that is. And if you watch their post-game pressers, it was really... Really weird. Like, KD sitting there. You can go watch it. He's sitting there. He's going, yeah, I think I'm... I don't know if it's because I'm thinking too much. Or they're being physical, or it's like he's thinking to himself out loud. He's like, ah, "I just need to play right." Yeah, fuck. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm think. Yeah, I'm thinking too much. And I'm like, he's literally baffled by this fucking Boston defense. Who's now? I mean, y'all gotta stop talking about. It. I've heard comparisons to the 0-4 Pistons defense. Please, man. Please stop. Please stop. They're facing two guys that shoot contested jumpers all game. Bruce Brown, Patty Mills, Blake Griffin, Claxton. Like, come on, man. Seth Curry, like, come on. Please don't. Don't do this. And uh, like I said with the Nets also, I kept watching highlights, and I just go, Bro, Kyrie, Bruce Brown, and Seth Curry is is part of your closing lineup. They are fucking tiny. I don't give a fuck how much Bruce Brown scraps. He's tiny as fuck, and they're just weaker guys. Like they don't have no big strong guys. Katie's a fucking toothpick, and so is Claxton. I just, man, Robert Williams didn't even play, and they were just getting straight bullied, bullied down there. So, and this really turns into a Kyrie contract conversation, doesn't it? Stephen A. talks about, and we're going to get into Ben too. This is pitiful. What he's doing is pitiful. Um, Stephen A. said pay him one year at a time, and people are like, how would you do that? I don't fucking know. These NBA people can find a stipulation. Somehow they can find uh, shit in the small font to make that work. I would not pay Kyrie Irving a long-term deal and the arrogance of Kyrie Irving. Oh my God. The arrogance of Kyrie Irving to say we didn't have time to mesh. Like I, have been watching all the pressers to see what people say. Cause I think it's funny when they lose and they have pressers, but the arrogance, the like, I'm, bigger and better than everybody type of attitude I've always hated about Kyrie. To say that the Celtics had the luxury of meshing together. We did it. As if he wasn't the reason that that was the part. (laughs) He was a bigger part of it than James Harden. What the fuck was Kyrie talking about? I wouldn't pay him a max deal. I wouldn't pay James Harden a max deal either. Um, We'll get into James Harden in a second. That 76er series getting a little scary. Um, And we'll get into Joel's injury as well. But I want to talk about Ben Simmons too. Isn't it weird? I told Landon this. At some point, people are going to stop giving a fuck about his mental health. Including his teammates. I think we're at that point with all these reports coming out. No. He was supposed to play. Even they had talks about limited minutes. And I still think it's the most odd thing ever. That, and I've heard this talked about on national television. Dude, my nose is fucked. (laughs) Um, I've heard this talked about on national television as well. He never got hurt on a basketball court that we saw. He showed up to 76ers practice, right? I don't know if I've heard this part. I don't know if people have talked about this, but he showed up to 76ers practice. He was like passing and shooting and shit. He wasn't hurt. And then randomly his back got hurt. Out of nowhere. Somehow, some way and then his mental wasn't right which i think it was just all that anyways and i think his mental health has literally just been depleting and depleting and going down and he didn't want to play i think if the if the nets were up 30 he i think he may play there's no pressure in that situation i don't even think there was pressure in the 30 series and then you hear reports of, well, his teammates are kind of questioning if he wants to play basketball. This man got his money taken from him. I don't know, was it $20 million, something like that? Something crazy? Doesn't play a game knowing he's going to appeal this. Goes to the Nets. People like me said that was easily a win for the Nets. Even though, I mean, I mean, is James Harden really a win? Uh, I guess. Technically, for the trade, they have won. Yes. Yes, they have won the trade. And now he's sitting on the fucking sideline wearing fresh-ass outfits, not doing shit. And he hasn't agreed, he he, he appealed he has a grievance against them or whatever the fuck, it's an appeal against the 76ers to get his money back, like he's shameless Chris said it best, he's a shameless human and man, that is that's scary because if his mental health is actually that bad to the point where he can't step on a basketball court literally ever again you're looking at a guy who we still don't know how good he could be. But when he came into the league, you're talking about a 6'10 guy that could have been easily 25-9-9 and 9 like LeBron. Easily to me. I still think he can be that, but he won't. I think his skill set's too good. He's the best defender on the planet. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of shitty because... At this point, for Philly fans, you're kind of resentful. Kind of like, yeah, fuck him. But I think in a couple of years, if this dude never gets on a court, or even next year, if he never gets on a court to play basketball, like, it's at the point, and I know this sounds bananas crazy. If I was the Nets, I'd throw him out there in Summer League. An all-star. I know you're thinking I'm dumb, and that's fine. You got to ask him to play summer league, preseason. He's obviously going to play preseason. But if you wait till the preseason and he don't step out there. <coughs> oh, my God, I'm so sick. Then what are you going to do? What the fuck are you going to do? Mm. I don't know. I saw Max Struess and Gabe Vincent in Summer League, shit, not too long ago. And look, who, they're, they're not Ben Simmons, but at least they show up and do work, and look at them now. They're impact players in the playoffs. We'll get to the Heat as well. But, yeah, I just – that Ben Simmons situation is getting to the point where it's going – oh, this is kind of funny to – in a couple months – or at the beginning of next year, this may turn into one of the sadder stories we've ever seen. I'm dead serious, in sports. Like, this could be bad. So, hopefully Ben recovers, but goddamn, he's a pussy for not playing. Now, 76ers are in a bind. <laughs> They're up 3-0. Joel fucks up his finger after hitting an amazing buzzer beater. He's been absolutely incredible this series. Like we all thought he would. Um but the Sixers have some problems here, and we'll get into those. But the Raptors fighting their ass off. Fred Van Fleet's been in and out. Scotty Barnes, not Brooks, Scotty Barnes fucked up his foot in and out. And here you have him. Right here in the mix. Three two. A game six. Three teams ever have forced a Game 7. Nobody's ever won the series. But by the way, it's looking. My God. My God. You never know. If they come back from this, Chris will be heartbroken. You know. And to emphasize that thumb injury for Joel, this isn't some bullshit. Oh, I jammed it. That shit put... Bam out for six to eight weeks, and it took him some time to recover from it on the court, and it was very odd because his left hand got way better. I know it's not odd because he was working out with his left, but his left hand was so good, Um, but yeah, in the game, he got hurt just like uh, me and Chris were saying. The game that um, Bam got hurt, his fucking jumper was buckets. And Joel's was buckets, obviously, at the game winner. It was an incredible shot. Um, yeah, let's get the flaws in this 76ers team. I think they're gonna win this series. <clears throat> I'm kind of looking forward to the matchup, and I'll get, and I'll, I'll take a deeper dive into this. But do my voice is about to go. I can feel it teetering. Let me get some tea. I'll be right back. Holy f- shooting the sh- shooting the shit with sand. Woo! Holy shit! I could feel it in the back of my throat. My voice was going. Anyways, now, the 76ers team is is in a predicament. Now, they're facing the Raptors in the first round. They got a 3-0 lead. They were winning by just blowing them the fuck out. Nothing was really close. Um, you know, after after Scotty Barnes went out, you kind of saw the series fall apart for the Raptors, honestly. And I don't like to blame shit on injury. Um but I always thought that the 76ers were a very good team. They aren't a great team though. And I still think people are trying to convince themselves since they were winning with <laughs> arguably the best player in the world that James Harden is a good player still. He's not. And I've kind of I'll say this I've come around on James Harden. At at the point of I don't know a player's self awareness. I'm not aware of their awareness, right? This dude could have went to Philly and been like, I don't think he wanted to be the guy. I didn't, I never said that. I never said it. But what if he went there and was like, okay, I just want to be a point guard. Let me set, I think this team was obviously good before I got there. Let me set these motherfuckers up. And he got there. And he's setting motherfuckers up. Until the playoffs come. And, you know, the first couple games, James Harden's just, woo, buddy. And then, you're like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, fuck, he's shooting 37% again. Oh, my God. what, What's happening? So... I started looking into some numbers, okay? Now, don't hate on me. Oh, well, let me let me finish my point. Goddamn, Hunter. I'm back to doing my spastic podcasting. The problem that they are facing is, and, and I said this in our group chat, that the James Harden scoring thing is going to show its rear, its ugly head, where the fuck the saying is, right? It's going to show its ugly head, its ugly, ugly face eventually. You got to take the mask off. And the last two games, it's showing Tyrese Maxi ain't dropping 25, 30 when he did the 40 bomb, right? He's not even getting to 20 right now, and I'm not even going to shit on Maxi. He's averaging 21, 4, and 5, I believe, on 50% shooting, 40% from the three-point line, and like 90% from the line. He's in the 50, 40, 90 club in the playoffs right now. I'm not I'm not even going to talk on Maxi. Well, I will, but... Maxie isn't consistent enough, and I think he's an amazing player. You can't rely on a fucking second-year dude. You can't. To be your second-best player, your second-best offensive threat, no, you cannot. You can't. And that's the predicament that the 76ers are in now, right? You got to injure Joel. You can tell he has to pick his spots. One, because the Raptors are trying to just attack him in any way possible on the offensive side, knowing that he really is going to have a hard time blocking. They've been doing it the last couple games, last three games. Because uh, Pascal Siakam just seems to sometimes get the best of him, so they're pretty confident in that that formula with him driving. Oh, my voice. Um, <clears throat> but they're just attacking Joel in any way they can off the dribble. And I've seen too many times now where, obviously they're playing the drop coverage with Joel, Siakam's sitting there wide open for a 15-footer, and he's just clanging that shit. But when he starts hitting, when they're hitting, Raptors got an 8-10 to point lead every fucking game. And I just think it's this weird predicament where you got Joel Hurt picking his spots. Tyrese Maxey isn't playing up to that, like, 21-point-a-game level in the last couple games. Can he... Stay that way a whole series? I don't think he can. Now, does every team have the Raptors' fucking defensive matchups that you have to see? No. Not even the Heat have that. Not even the Heat got that. Even though we have a lot of a lot of uh, versatile defenders, we ain't got that shit. That shit's crazy. I don't even want to face that. And then you have James Harden. If I told you a player was averaging as many points, more rebounds, two less assists, and shot a higher percentage from the field than James Harden. Who would you think of, right? Who would you in this series, I'm saying? James Harden's averaging 18, 9, and 4 on 37% shooting from the field and 38% from the three-point line. So the guy I'm thinking of is averaging 18 points, seven rebounds, around eight, around eight assists, and shooting a higher percentage than James Harden from the field. Who would that be? Uh Oh, it's Russell Westbrook. Oh! Oh! It's Russell Westbrook! Whoa! But I'm... I'm supposed to say he's been good because he can pass? I know he can pass. I know he can pass. I'm happy he can pass. Good for him. That makes him playable because if he couldn't pass, he wouldn't be playable. He wouldn't be playable, guys. If James Harden couldn't pass right now, he oh my god. He would literally be I don't know. Dude, his numbers aren't far off from Kobe's last year in the league. I I'm just saying. His numbers aren't far off from Kobe, uh, uh, other than the assist. <laughs> right? And that's what if you're a Philly fan, you have to you have to hammer home. Well, his playmaking, and I love his playmaking, but I'm just saying. Well, his playmaking—that's all y'all got. That's all y'all got. And you've won you won three games in a row, so it's like, oh, and then James Harden—they're up 20. He hits three threes to get his 18 points. Okay, well, live with that all you want to. But I'll tell you this When he signs that max deal Are you the one that wants to write it Do y'all feel he want him on that max long term deal Cause I'll promise you this Right now that Jimmy Butler contract Is gonna look like a bargain Compared to that Harden contract I'll tell you that right now I'll tell you that right fucking now Right now Yep, I said it. Ain't even a hot take. That's to me, that's common sense. You got a guy over here averaging thirty for a whole fucking playoff series, Hunter. It's just the Hawks. I know, I know. Oh, it's the Hawks. I know, right? You can't, you can't be happy about your team beating that fucking shit ass squad while we clamp up Trey Young, right? Could you imagine if Trey Young well he was. Trey Young doing what he did, but they were winning games against the Heat. Oh my God. Oh my God. We'd be getting killed. But you know, that's all I'm saying, man. All I'm saying is James Harden. It's I, I I'm really looking forward to playing them next next <laughs> next series. Cause I think we're gonna be in the Eastern Conference Final again. I don't see there's like This is bold for me to say. I don't think there is any avenue other than Joel going for 10 to 15 a quarter, which isn't going to happen. I would say 10 to 12 a quarter for the 76ers to beat us. unless And this could be another caveat. Unless Maxi averages 25 for the series, they're not beating us. They are not beating us. James Harden's gonna have Kyle Lowry on him. I can't wait to see it. Or Maxie may be on him. Max Truce might be on fucking Harden. He ain't gonna be eating on Tyler Hero all the time. I promise you that. Spo won't let it happen. You can try to match up hunt, but Spo will not let it happen. Oh man. The 76ers are gonna win that series, hopefully. Dear God. I mean, I I'm just saying. I, I just think that. Not looking good for James. Anyways, I was just ranting in my head. Probably a lot of pauses there. I'll have to cut through that. Now, going on to the Heat. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. We murdered them. Uh, Should have won game three as well. Luckily, I didn't see them hit the game winner because I was at my sister's wedding. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been pissed, though. Because you can see the writing on the wall. And I think the Celtics and the Heat have shown more than anything in this playoffs, defense matters more than anything on earth in the NBA playoffs. More than anything. Because down the stretch, you can have the greatest players and and they'll hit shots, but at the end of the day, if you're if you're locking up, look at what Milwaukee's doing in Chicago. After we thought they were in trouble, right? I didn't think they were in trouble, but like maybe it could get interesting. Um, they're beating by thirty every fucking game because their defense—they're holding the fucking eighty points in the NBA playoffs in twenty twenty two. Eighty points, what the fuck? Um, and then Boston, Boston was wasn't really holding them, like locking them up. Because they were scoring every possession. That's why it's kind of, it kind of differs. But I I would say I couldn't imagine their points per possession, the Nets. I didn't look it up, but it had to be pretty low. Um, And when Drogic and Bruce Brown are your best players on your team in a series, you're kind of fucked. Um, (laughs) But Trey Young versus the Heat. His stats were, I mean, when I saw him. (coughs) <coughs> I knew he was having a really bad series. I did not know it was this bad. Let me read them out here. These are real. You can look them up yourself. He averaged 15.4 points. Exactly six assists. He shot 32% from the field and 18% from three. Now. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've never been I think Chris has the wrong idea. Um I never said I was in on Trey Young ever. I think Chris says I I was in on Trey Young, but I've always denied that. I thought he was a great passer. I didn't think his tiny ass was going to be good in the NBA. I'm wrong regardless. Fuck this series. He's amazing. He just happened to play the Heat. Right. Where we got a dude named Bam Adebayo down there who played awful offensively. But he's a winning player and he kept playing hard somehow while while not really touching the ball a lot. And when he did, he wasn't effective with it. Um, But, you know, I was never in on trade, though. I think Chris has the wrong idea. He's thinking of somebody else because it wasn't me. I don't like 5'10 guards. I think they all suck. Other than Chris Paul. I thought he was way too little. I thought trying to be somebody else is never good for your NBA career. Like Steph Curry. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wasn't in on him though. But, uh, yeah. Trey had a difficult time. DeAndre Hunter was fucking hooping this series. Holy shit, he was amazing. And Jimmy Butler had some Jimmy Butler games. Right, He had a 45-piece, a 36-piece, 38-piece, something like that. Then he had a twenty ten and 6 2010 10 and 8 game. I mean, he was incredible. Jimmy Butler is in that zone, and I really want to highlight that, man. Uh, I want to talk to you, motherfuckers, that really tried to clown him last year. When I could have bitched out and and just like, oh well, oh Jimmy's Jimmy's done, Jimmy's over. I knew what it was. Y'all wouldn't take it for what it was because y'all are fucking ignorant. Y'all think Philly? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Philly didn't even get to the fucking Western Con- Eastern Conference Final. They didn't get clowned. Ben got clowned, right? And he deservedly so. Um, It's just like, how could you criticize? And he played terrible, right? Bam played terrible. Everybody on the team played terrible. But, dude, y'all got to have some context when y'all start talking shit about people. Can we put it into context? COVID all year. Team was bashed with injuries. We lost Drogic, so we had no real point guard. Kendrick Nunn's out there, fucking trying to be a point guard. Jimmy Butler's trying to learn the balance of playmaking and and scoring and things of that nature. As the like, dude, Jimmy Butler was our point guard last year. He's not a point guard. He's great at playmaking. He's not a point guard. Tyler Hero hurt all year. COVID, COVID, everybody, COVID. And y'all wanted to criticize that. Which is fine. Cool. But when we go to the Eastern Conference Finals again, what do you have to say? And, And I can't wait for that shit, right? Well, we saw what the Bucks did to him last year. I can't wait for that shit. Cause, can we bring up what the Heat did to the Bucks two years ago? Huh? Hello? 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 Yeah, that's what I fuck it, But it's the bubble. It's it's the bubble. What do the Heat look like right now? Huh? They're like an elite defensive team. What? They're like the bubble team that led it in three-point percentage? Oh, we led the league in three-point percentage the whole year? Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looking like the bubble fraud heat, huh? I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate people. Oh, my God. Y'all are so dumb. And then, and then we play the Bucks, and Giannis averages fucking 22 again because he's played, like, 20-something games against us and averages 19 points a game. I mean, you know. But that series, you know, he played like shit last year. He played like shit. But they just happened to hit every fucking shot they took. They were just wet. Wet, 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 wet. And it was great. You know? They got to go home in the first fucking round to the Heat the year before and got a full offseason. We made Giannis. When are we gonna talk about that? The Heat made Giannis who he is. We made him that. We're not gonna talk about how the Bucks the last almost 20 games of the season were 20th in in, in defense, all the all the Uh, Defensive stats put together, 20th in overall defense. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about how Coach Bud seems to be a good coach. But really, does he really make adjustments other than lineup adjustments? No, he lets you shoot all day. Luckily, they're going against a team whose best player is a fucking mid-range specialist. And they really don't have any amazing three-point shooters on their team. But, you know, I don't even know if they get past fucking Boston. If you want me to be honest, I don't know if they get past Boston, Milwaukee. I don't know. I can't wait to watch the series, though. I ain't going to lie. But back to the Heat, right? Um, I'm just rambling. I know how I do. Uh, yeah, the Heat were amazing in this series. I knew it was going to be an easy series. I called it Heat and Five. Boom, bitch. Duh. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Okay, and uh, yeah, I think P.J. Tucker's been incredible in the playoffs. That's what he is. He's a playoff player. He was good in the regular season. Now, did he not hit a shot for four months, I'm pretty sure? Yeah. Yeah, so. um, But yeah, it was a great series. So after this, am I really going to have to talk about the Bulls and the Bucks? I don't want to, please. Don't make me talk about that series. I'm not going to, okay? That's over. Celtics are over. I talked about the Philly series. Um, talk about the Heat series. I thought Jimmy was incredible. Kyle Lowry. Hopefully his hamstring is okay. And then we're gonna we're gonna go over here to the Western Conference. Talk about these playoffs, man. I'll be right back. Dog. Shooting the sh- shooting the shit with Saints. Western Conference playoffs. Uh, the most interesting thing that I see in these Western Conference playoffs is Chris Paul. Um. Charles Barkley talked about it. Even though I think it's kind of almost a coincidence. Does that make sense? Like, I think it's a coincidence that Chris Paul is doing good every other game. And maybe it's not. Like, maybe he comes out next game and has a stinker. But, and maybe that's, maybe not. See how I break down my thought as I'm going along? Um, (laughs) And maybe I think that's where he relies on Booker Moore now that you think about it, because he can run the offense. Uh, I've, uh, the one thing I was ahead of the curve on, I said this like one of the first episodes of my podcast, I think Devin Booker is a, uh, just a underappreciated playmaker. And he could legit run the one right now in the NBA, right? I think he could. Sorry, i got to drink this coffee. Um, I legit think he could run the one. And I think he'd be very good at it. But I think this is where Chris Paul relies on him. Shit. Putting the teeth in. This is where Chris Paul uh, relies on him more than ever. When they're going against a young-ass team who wants to run him out the gym. As you saw, uh, last night was game five when I'm recording this. Um, Chris Paul was fucking gassed after the first half. But the Suns show how great they are where Devin Booker is a top 15 player in the world, in my opinion, whatever list you want to make that, um, your top 15 is your top 30, really, right? Uh, always say that top five QBs are really top 10, right? So, um, and that's a whole nother discussion, but in that being said, like anybody you name after that or before that, you're probably going to be right about them because you can have a point for each one of why one is better than the other, right? Um, But yeah, he was gas. And then the Suns show you how amazing they are, where he only plays, I mean, until the seven-minute mark. Was it the eight-minute mark? Something like that in the fourth quarter. He only played seven and a half minutes of the fourth or the second half. He only played seven minutes of the second half and then came in to close the game. And, you know, those role players are going to have bad nights like campaign he fouled out last time. He played very well. He had some timely buckets. He really did. And I don't know if the Suns are a guaranteed pick to the finals with Devin Booker, obviously. You know, I don't think they are. I think that's an obvious, obvious take there. Considering who they would play next round, I mean, fuck, man. If you're playing Luka... My God, dude. I don't want to play Luca. I want to play this Mavericks team who now, right? And, and I'm going to, I'm well, you know what? Fuck it. I'll stay on this Pelican series. I'll talk about the Mavs after this. Shout out to the Pelicans, though. Brandon Ingram is becoming, he's hatching into the, the thing we thought he could be. And I had this thought, bro. So I started going back. So I, when, I, when the playoffs hit, I really turned into like a nerd. Like I shit on the nerds my last podcast, last two podcasts ago. <laughs> I turned into a nerd when the playoffs hit, and I go, how did the... Okay, I remember the Anthony Davis trade. How did they get him while they trade Brandon Ingram? People forgot that Brandon Ingram had those clots in his legs. Those blood clots. Yeah, Brandon Ingram had blood clots in his legs. I totally forgot about that. And I believe that's why he got traded. Now I didn't see the timeline on the trading ship. I'm pretty sure that's why he did. He got traded instead of Coos. And what a blessing for the for the Pelicans. And now you you look at it and you go, well, if Zion was in, well, I would say that this has helped them that Zion hasn't been in. I don't think Herb Jones gets half of the PT. I'm not bullshitting. He's replaced him in the lineup. Herb Jones is in Zion's place in the lineup. And he is an all-defensive team, easily all-defensive team, whatever team, first, second, third, whatever. He replaced Zion. You don't know if they ever see him play (coughs) without Zion being out. You don't know if he gets some huge minutes. How do you know Jose Alvarado is going to get those minutes too? You don't. Does the McCollum trade happen? You don't know. But now if Fatboy slides in there on that puddle of grease, it'd be funny. I just think that... I don't know. Him and Balanchunas in the post together would be weird. Brandon Ingram wouldn't have as much space. Because if you really watch his he initiated a lot of the offense for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I just think a pick-and-roll game, Brandon Ingram with the ball or without the ball, Zion with the ball and Brandon Ingram rolling or popping, CJ McCollum, oh my God, with Zion? Fuck out of here, bro. Mm. And it's cool to see, and this is also a thing too, right? I think it's very cool to see CJ... Show why getting the the lesser of the counterparts of Dame and CJ is not a big deal. So, another, I don't know another duo like that. Where one dude is really like a superstar, another isn't. I'm trying to think. Where they had their whole career together. I really can't think of one. I'm not even bullshitting. Damar and Kyle, maybe. Where... DeMar wasn't a superstar and neither was Kyle, but DeMar had more of a scoring threat than Kyle, even though Kyle was a great scorer in his prime, but he was more of the on-ball scoring threat. And, yes, it's different because Kyle's a point guard, but all I'm saying is that second option guy kind of knows already, you know, I know how to pick my spots to Brandon Ingram, right? Like, he knows when to take a shot, when the other dude's kind of fatiguing, or hurt when he his fucking pinky disgusting. It wouldn't even go down. He was like, I don't, I can't even do that shit. He was like this. His pinky was like that, bro. When all his other fingers were fully extended, it was gross. Um, and I think he just knows how to pick his spots, and he's been great for them. I can't believe they started two and twelve. Willie Green, man, incredible coach. Shout out to them. But let's go to Luca. Also, Alvarado getting those eight second calls on Chris Paul. My God. My God. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, shout out Mikael Bridges for a great game last night, too. He's just in the right spot, at the right time, every time. Crazy. Every time. So, shout out to him for being steady and shit. But, uh, <clears throat> like I said, I don't want to play this Mavs team at all, if I'm anybody. Because, and I think they've won this series. I think the the Jazz look defeated. I think Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to guard anybody. Uh, I mean, bro, if you just see his effort on defense, there was a couple possessions in a row where he's not jumping at people. He's swiping at the ball when they do jump shots. What is he doing? Or I just kept watching the game when Brunson went for 40. I'm sitting there going, because I don't know if y'all do this. I go, where's the superstar at? who we think is a, I do don't think Donovan Mitchell's ever been a great defender, right? I think sometimes we just assume people are good defenders because they're athletic or because they're a superstar. So then you go, where's Donovan Mitchell at? Why the fuck is he on Spencer Dinwiddie? Jalen Brunson is out here frying your whole team up. Will you guard him? Please, will you guard him? And then you see it again. You see the effort just go. It's He has that Russell Westbrook-esque defense. I hate to say it. It's almost like, and this is my conspiracy theory, and I just came up with this. Bro, what if he's letting people get by him so they can expose Rudy? Is that, bro, oh my God. He's like, they call you a great rim protector. How about you show them, bitch? I just came up with the greatest conspiracy theory in the NBA. Because his his effort on defense is horrible. Horrible. And maybe I can't see right with my pink eye. But let me tell you. Let me tell you. I can see that effort ain't all that good, okay? I can tell you that. Yeah, this came up with a great conspiracy theory, but I don't want to play this Mavs team because that time with Luca out, it gets these young players just like mostly in a playoff setting when he hadn't missed much time this year, um, like he has in the past, like super extended amounts of time. <laughs> um, man, they look confident. They look ready. You know what I'm saying? That builds your confidence up so much. And for the record, Jalen Brunson been a winner. He's been a winner. If you didn't know, he's been a winner. So, that's all he's done is win his basketball career. Uh, they're going to owe him a bag. And it sucks to see THJ on the on the bench. Looking clean as fuck, by the way. THJ got some swag. Crazy swag, by the way. can dress his fucking ass off. Um, because I like I like Tim Hardaway Jr. I think he's a fucking bucket, but I also think you bring Tim Hardaway Jr. into this mix next year. <clears throat> You're talking about a bench lineup. Oh my god, <laughs> that could have Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, and THJ on the floor at the same time. Or have an offensive killer, like, their death lineup with Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., Spencer Dinwiddie. And I don't like Luka at the four, necessarily. But in this NBA, who gives a fuck? And then Maxi Kleba, if he learns how to hit a shot, which he has in the playoffs. Could you imagine that lineup? They'd be small as fuck. But I'm I'm just trying to experiment with this shit. I'm just thinking, thinking, thinking. I just think those lineups would be insane. Man. But I just think the shooting would be off the chain with that lineup. But yeah, this Mavericks team is incredible. Lucas looked. That fucking third quarter was fucking. I was going crazy at my house, at my apartment. I was going nutso. He's just pulling up. Hits a shimmy. He shakes his man titties out right he's like hookah Doncic, bitch who that's my hookah donchich bitch that's my name he comes down again bucket dallas fans going nuts don't know if i told this story you know how crazy they are i was 16 at a watch party watching my heat play against the Mavs when they came back down 15 with six minutes left in the fourth there's a 30 year old grown man they came back all the way, talking shit through the whole game, right? I'm like, get out of my ear, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not even talking shit. I'm, a, I'm 16, I'm 27. This is in what, 2011? Yeah, I was six, exactly 16 years old. I'm a bitch. Uh, I'm a bitch. I don't care. When I was 16, I was a bitch, and I'm not even talking shit. I'm like, let's go, D Wade. Let's go. My balls hadn't dropped yet. I was a late bloomer. Probably dropped when I was like 18, 19. Let's go, D-Wade. Come on, D-Wade. Come on, Braun. D-Wade hits the three in the corner where he just staring at Jason Terry and like held it on the bench like this. I thought it was over. He's getting his chest punched. I'm like, oh, my God. We're going to win. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say shit to this guy behind me. He's like a 30-year-old man. They start coming back. Dirt hits one jumper to make it like, I don't know, probably an a eight-point game or something. Dude's in my ear. Well, that's what I thought, you fucking bitch. Sit down. Sit down and shut the fuck up. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's like, you talking all that shit, motherfucker. And now I talk shit. I got, I got some hands on me now. Bing, bing, bing. I'll knock somebody the fuck out. No, I won't. I'm not going to talk shit like that. But I'm saying I'm not scared to defend myself. Now I was 16. I, he's a grown-ass man. I didn't say nothing to him. Now I'm, like, hammered going, fuck the Mavericks, man. You suck dick, and I'll fight you in the parking lot. Like, dead ass. So, and now I'm sitting like, oh, my God, if they come back, this dude's going to punch me in my fucking face <laughs> if they... And then in my head, I'm like, if we win, I'm screaming in this motherfucker's face so loud. Well, count down about three more minutes. Dirk goes up for the bucket. To take the lead, Dirk Nowitzki. This dude just, he, you know, when you like, when you're trying to pull yourself up on something, he grabs the chairs, launches himself right between me and this girl named Mercer, sweet girl that's what I fucking thought, you dirty little fucking bitch, fuck you, fuck you, the heat sucked, bitch, like dead ass just screaming at a 16 year old, just going crazy, I'm about to start crying, I'm such a pussy, I'm like, get out of my ear, get out of my ear, get out of here, and then Mercer's the one man enough to go, back the fuck off, pussy, like Mercer almost slapped the piss out of his ass, I saw her hand go up. And then the dude's sober friend yanks him back. I'm like, bro, it took you a minute and a half. I'm about to cry from the game and this guy bullying the shit out of me. Then we got shown on the big screen walking out getting booed. Oh, hell of a time. But yeah, man, that's how I know the Mavs fans are crazy. They verbally abused a 16-year-old child. I respect it. <laughs> I mean... I if if the he, if I was next to some fucking Hawks fans or some 76ers fans well a 9-year-old kid from Philly would probably beat the shit out of me honestly cuz he's actually like 21 in fighting years but I'll talk shit to a little kid from Philly or Atlanta I ain't going to lie so I respect it uh to the Grizzly series and the uh the the t wolf series um, John Morant has, you know, he's he's had these plays. They've been incredible. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I just think that he hasn't, he didn't play well. He hasn't played up to his standard. And maybe that's just a young player in the playoffs, right? I think that's just a young player in the playoffs. And it is what it is, but. I'm trying to look at these playoff stats, so I'm not tripping. Yeah, let's go to their, their series and look at their stats. I should have gave some stats for the other ones, but I'm on basketball reference now. They take a 3-2 lead last night. John Morant goes absolutely bananas. Um, what the fuck is going on here? Hey, yo, give me some series stats, you dirty bitches. Okay, there we go. All right, so... This is what's crazy... See, I didn't think this was real when I was when I heard it. Desmond Bain is leading the Grizzlies in scoring. He's shooting forty-eight percent, forty-seven from three, 90 from the free uh free throw line. Like Brandon Clark has been absolutely fantastic, mostly last night. Um, you know. He was just dominating the boards. He has 18 offensive rebounds in five games. And last night, I swear he had 15 of them. Um, Jaron Jackson needs to learn how to stay on the court. But other than that, I just think it's been a very interesting series. And Like I said, this is just stock of young players going up. Uh, I think Carl Anthony Towns is the, the best hate him or love him guy in the league. He's up there with Pat Bev as well. And I don't mean, like, as a person. I think Carl Anthony Towns has been through too much for you to hate him as a person. I think he's gone through so much in his personal life. Even if you hate his game, I still go... That's a strong, mentally strong human being. I can't really shit on his mental. You know what I mean? Motherfucker lost, like, half his family to COVID in, like, a three-month span. Like, he's he's a mentally tough human to even go out and play basketball still. Um... But I fucking sometimes he's a pussy on the court. I'm not gonna lie. Like, with all due respect, he's a pussy. Um, sometimes on the court, he plays like a bitch. And I feel like his man card was taken after the first two games. And then that motherfucker stepped up. And even last night, he played a hell of a game. Anthony uh, Edwards has played very good in this series to be honest he's shooting 47%, 40 from the three point line, averaging 24. Um but he lost in that game last night. He almost he he almost won it for him and then he lost it for him. Right? Because of that that gamble on the on the job the job game when it was very stupid. I don't know what he was doing. And John may still make that shot, but worse comes the worst. You got two people on him and he probably has to take a a little fadeaway jumper or kick it out, right? But you gave Ja a layup over, like, Jared Vanderbilt, I think, who was out there under the basket. Um, But, yeah, I think think Anthony Edwards has shown that he is an incredible player. All the rumors of him not caring about basketball seem pretty bogus at this point. Um, (laughs) Because, I don't know, they just seem very, very dumb at this point to me, so I can't wait to see how how he grows from this. What his career looks like. But this series is not over by any means. Jaw hasn't played well once again. And if you looked at his numbers against the, the T-Wolves this season, they were terrible. He was shooting like 30% from the floor, 33%, and like 19% from three or something when I looked it up. When my deep dive got deleted. Once again, my deep dive got deleted. Fuck. Uh, and his numbers were terrible, and that's why it's so weird with D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was a guy that averaged, I think, 25 points on them for the for the season. He was fucking them up, and maybe that's because Dylan Brooks was in and out of the lineup. Maybe that's, that's the main reason. That seems to be the main reason, um, but he's playing horrible. He's shooting 39% from three, but When you watch the games, he's shooting 32% from the field. That's what you see. You see 32% from the field fucking D'Angelo Russell. Which you can get it a lot of times. Memphis just... Chris was right on this, right? And he didn't explain why. And I don't know his explanation. But he said they have a Utah Jazz fill. Which for me is first round and out every year. Until you prove me wrong, I don't give a fuck. You're first rounding out till you make the finals. Uh, and now I see it. They can't fucking shoot. They can't shoot threes. Look at this. Obviously, Desmond Bain's hooping, right? Let's go three-point attempts. The guys with the most three-point attempts that have shot over ten threes, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, is, uh, he's the exception. Fuck. Dylan Brooks has shot 29. Jaron Jackson, 22. John Morant, 15. Those three guys are shooting 28%, 32%, and 27%. Ty Stone has shot only 14. He's shooting 57%. DeAnthony Melton shot 14 of them. He's shooting 14%. He's been unplayable this series. So they just keep his ass on the bench like... I don't know what happened to De'Anthony Melton. He seemed like a great player when when Ja was out. Tyus Jones has been the substitute for him now, even though Tyus Jones over the course of the year has been great with his turnover to assist ratio all year. Um, So he knows how to handle the rock. But they're shooting 34% as a team, and you got a guy who has shot 50 threes or 47 threes Uh and is shooting 47% in Desmond Bain, and you're shooting 34% as a team. So you got a guy who has shot a third of your threes. <laughs> They've shot 158 for this series. He shot basically a third of your threes. Well, a fourth, I should say. A fourth of your threes. Shooting 47%, you're still shooting 34 It's bad. They can't fucking shoot. So they're relying on offensive rebounding and getting to the paint with Ja. And, you know, the reason this series ain't over is because the t Wolves have been up by fucking... Double digits every fucking game. It seems like the T-Wolves are whooping their ass every game, and then they lose. Like, dog, just finish a game. Just finish one game. Please, finish one game. God, because I, I kind of want the T-Wolves to win. I kind of do, low-key. I kind of do. Um, I haven't touched on the Warriors series, so let's touch on that one real quick. Uh obviously it's a fucking blowout. Nikola Jokic is doing Nikola Jokic shit. Um he hadn't played well. <clears throat> Excuse me, up until game 3 and 4. He drops back to back 37ers. Also, can we stop with the whole Steph Curry's willing to come off the bench shit? Like like please. Please stop. Can we Can we just stop? Can we? Because I'm about to lose my shit. He's almost played as many minutes as a starter. He's not a bench player. I hate when people say stupid shit like this. Dude, Steph has almost shot as many fucking shots as Clay in the series. And he missed like half a game the first game. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, the Warriors look great. Uh... Is Jordan Poole okay? Has anybody checked on him? Um, he's playing like Steph fucking Curry. I don't know what the fuck is happening in Golden State. <laughs> like, dog, guys, listen. <laughs> they have three players. Well, they have, let's just, yeah, three players are combining for fucking, what's the What's the math? 24 and 24, 48, 27, 75 points. And they're all shooting. Oh, my God. Jordan Poole shooting 60% for the series. Oh, my God. the fuck? Steph Curry is shooting a terrible percentage compared to Clay, who's shooting 50, and Jordan Poole, who's shooting 52 from three, and, and Steph's shooting 39% from three. What the fuck is going on in Golden State, dude? Do y'all realize that if the Warriors make the finals, they'll have six finals appearances in the last eight fucking years. This isn't some fluky shit. They're just built like this. And Steph looks fine in the playoffs. Obviously, obviously he looks fucking fantastic. <clears throat> Um, they have been a juggernaut. And obviously, they're going to outplay these guys. But individual play, I don't give a fuck about the other team. Individual play. How the fuck is our clay? Dog. Jordan Poole shooting splits are 60, 52, and 84. Jesus. G- 60 52 and 84 Clay can't hit a free throw. He's at 53 50 and 50. Steph's at 51 39 and 75. Steph's averaging 20 in 28 minutes. God damn Steph. Stop. Fuck. And then poor fucking Jokic, right? Poor goddamn Jokic. It is what it is. Um they're getting smoked. I just wanted to highlight. God damn, I just wanted to highlight that. God Steph Curry. Calm the fuck down. Also, uh best stat of the day. <clears throat> the most the most points in the playoffs scored is Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Oh, and also Jimmy's leading in win shares. That's good. You know, that's good. Um, I want to see what he's averaging for the playoffs, Jimmy, while we're on the on the mic here. Well, this is through, uh, god damn, he was averaging 31, 8, and 5. That's what he averaged for the series of Sal Game 5. On 54% shooting, 44% from three. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Jimmy averaging 31, 6, and 8 on 54, 44, and 80 splits is fucking crazy. Oh, it's just the Hawks. It's just the Hawks. Well, guys, that was a fun NBA recap, huh? Uh, We will be doing a live stream for the NFL draft. I'm probably dropping this on the day of the NFL draft. That's like an hour-long pod just then, so... I hope y'all enjoy I'm about to clean the house. The homie Anthony's coming over. All that bullshit. I may drop some reactions. We were blowing them out most of the games. Most of my reactions are boring. Game three, the one close one, I didn't have a reaction. It was at my sister's wedding. But thank you all for listening to my ramble. I know I was a little rusty. My voice is fucked up. My pink eye going nutty. Right? 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 Um. But yeah, I love you guys. Subscribe, like, all that. Tell your friends about me. Bye. Podgo is out, dude.